Oh my god, are you a gamer? No, <laughs> I am not. That's literally. So a friend borrowed my juicer. Oh, and they gave you a weed. And, and he thought that that was like a good <laughs> trade off. <laughs> and I haven't it, used my juicer in five years. Yeah. But frankly. I kind of want it back in my apartment. Yeah. Because I don't ever use that yeah, unless he comes over and is like, do you want to play Mario Kart? Is it a nice juicer? Girl, it's a bevel. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Oh my gosh, hello, I'm here. Max Pazito, where are you fucking uh, calling in from? <laughs> I'm phoning in from basically across the planet, a.k.a. Mid-City. Um, yeah, I had to run to Taco Bay so I could be on the podcast. I had to work. I'm pulling a, a double shift for you today. So what? really, you're welcome. What a hard life. We have Diana DeLuna back. Oh, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, welcome back, uh, Diana. Thank you. I am not coming welcome. as far as... Midtown. That's like five oh. miles, but three hours. I know. That's why I couldn't come. <laughs> yeah. And he was coming from Beverly Hills. Mm. So uh, he that was just easier. But thank you so much for making the adjustment. You know, the show would not be since this is your show and my show. Apparently, it's good to have you here. I'm just, I'm under the Tony Soto Show umbrella. That's, <laughs> you sure this are. Was like, if this was like a record label and you were like uh, Atlantic, I would be like the Britney Spears, like your main pop star right underneath. My main pop star right <laughs> underneath. Well, good to know. How are you, Max, Maxwell? Oh, I'm so good. I'm surviving, getting, uh, readjusting from my trip. You know, taking a trip really takes it out of you. Oh, did you finally bounce back? Well, there's that jet lag. Yeah. There's that two-hour time difference, you know? Yeah, my body temperature had to warm up. I really needed to take a lot of naps to get that temperature back to, like, a normal place. I had to do, like, nothing for a couple days. Um, you know, I went to a really good mall yesterday. I went to a new mall. I can't believe that these are the stories that you find interesting. I mean, when I'm not there, I feel like I'm not inspired. I'm just looking at myself in Taco Bay's bedroom mirror. So it was a, it was a, it was a new mall, like a brand new mall. Well, it was new to me. I mean, it seemed relatively new. Okay, yeah. I've never been, I feel like I've been to every mall in Los Angeles. What mall is this? this? Yeah, what mall? I went to the Arcadia Mall. (gasps) That's my mall from when I was little. Oh my God, girl. It's Santa Anita Mall. That Nordstrom was fucking fire. Is that the mall that you... And it's got a good Nordstrom Cafe. Is that where you used to go cruise boys, Diana DeLuna? No, that was like Were more you Montebello a mall, mall. Were you a mall girl? Because listen, Maxwell is a fucking mall girl. Like oh, she, I, she should have been. A, I'm a Visco girl to the. Team. Okay, calm down. She should have been a child of the '90s for as much as she loves the mall. Were you a mall gal? So I'll answer it with this: uh, I am basing my next apartment on the proximity to the Glendale Galleria because that's my favorite mall. It just it brings me joy. It's my happy place. I um, love the Americana. I live right by there. 
fuck me up. I could just like sit and stare at people at the Americana all fucking day. I don't know why I like the the Galleria side better. I think that I just like a Spencer's and a Hot Topic. Yeah, you like, like a, a gross mall. Bit, I like you a like little a bit dirtier of, mall. I like something a little dirty. really suburban about the Galleria, and there's something very luxe about the Americana. If so there's I a Claire's, if there's a Claire's, I'm there. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I can get my ears pierced with a shotgun, I'm ready to do it. Um, I was never um, a mall person. Like I, I I'm not. What did you do before you could do drugs or drink? Oh, I couldn't yeah. remember. I couldn't tell you. When was that? You probably went to the mall and you're just blacking Tony. it out. I mean, I started doing drugs at like 12. So, I mean, like, there wasn't a lot of time between then and like 12 that I was Where like. Where did you do the drugs? In the mall? Yeah. Like, did you... No, girl. I lived, I, in, I lived in a town of 8,000 people. In order oh. to go to a mall, we had to like get in a car and fucking drive somewhere. And we were oh, already well, too then. drunk for that. So, oh, I, growing up, we would drive to nicer malls. Like, we had a mall in my hometown, and we were like, fuck this. Let's go to Woodfield. There's a rainforest cafe. Let's smoke my one hitter in the car and go to the rainforest cafe and get nutty. I'm just not a shopper. I think that's what it is. Like, if I go into a store, I have a plan. I know what I want. I'm here. Get it. Go. That's oh, no. It. I want to wander. For I want to remember the first thing that I saw. I have it in my back pocket for later in case I don't see anything better. Oh, and I'm also going to stop and have a Cinnabon. This is why. Oh, yeah. Anti pretzels. This is Go why. to the Apple store and just touch phones you can't yeah. afford. Oh, I love doing that. This is why I. Uh, uh, oh, I, oh, this is why I have nothing to show for any of the money that I make. Like, because I like to party with it <laughs> and and then put it in my face. Like, that's all I like to spill. My, like, you fuck me up. Let's go to fucking the valley and uh, look at what kind of fillers and shit we can do. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but if it's like, let's go look at phones we can't afford, please. Uh, Girl, it's like the whole experience. You don't just look at phones. Yeah, you, you like look at Aaron. I weird- need a T-shirt. And then, like you could just like look at people you don't like. You're like, ah, oh, this is why I don't have kids. And then you're like, this is why I don't have a husband. And then you're like, oh, this is why I wish I had a husband. There's just like so many things you could do in one like corridor of the mall. Hi, and Diana. You even get to Nordstrom. <laughs> Hi, Diana. How are you, girl? Yeah, Welcome don't back turn to the to show. Me because I'm very much in the Maxwell <laughs> camp on this. <laughs> So let's get a smoothie and go to the Topanga Canyon Mall. We'll oh, I bet that's so fancy, the Topanga Canyon Mall. That's where I go every year for my birthday. Well, I'll invite you this oh, year. Really? You I've come. never been. I feel like I will feel out of place. I've just never Do been I surrounded by so much garbage in like one room. This is just garbage. We'll get, I feel we'll like- get Kardashian salads and go to the mall. But enough about malls. Tell us what else is new with you. Yeah, how are you, Diana? Welcome back. We've spent way too much time on malls. If you would have told me that we would have spent the first fucking five to six minutes on malls, I would have told you you were crazy. Well, if the American economy did this, maybe they wouldn't be going out of business. Right. Well, see, here we are. Well, see, here's what I'm saying, too. Like something going extinct. Well, here's what I'm saying, too. Like, I'm telling you, we are so close to a recession. We are so close. And the fact that Americans are spending uh, hand over fist money right now because they are being told that the economy is fine by uh, a president who only bases that on stock markets. Yeah. We're doomed. Like, I'm right, telling you, right. so ease up. Keep touching those phones you can't afford, but don't charge them. Um, hi, Diana. Hi. Welcome back. Well, I have to get a new phone this week. Do so. you? <laughs> Does that give you but, anxiety? Uh, well, it gives me anxiety because I've had my phone paid off forever, um, but I haven't gotten a new phone since, like, 2015. 
So and I oh, recently. Oh, don't be scared. Wait, are you not uh, a part great. of the Apple program where you get a new phone every year? I have the T-Mobile where I can get a new phone every year, but my phone, like, I don't pay anything extra for. It's paid off. It's I already paid monthly for it. <laughs> so so like, t- I was just. There's like, the Mexican side in here oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I bought tape on the glass. It's like. I love dissecting Diana. Like, that's the Mexican side right there. Yeah, for sure. Like, she locked my door. Um, Here's the thing. It's only my Latino visitors who will come to my apartment and lock both locks on the door. Only. Because, like, I don't ever lock my door ever. And I'm telling you, it's only it's you they and Tito Bonito. They stole our land, Tony. It's you. They stole our land. It's They'll you come and in and Tito take Tito Bonito your only. You're always like, you're like, double lock. I'm like, who do you, first of all, it's not even a real door. It's like an interior closet door. If they want to come oh my in, God, really they is. could kill us anyway. But you are, like, on a major boulevard, like, anything. I know, I know. And sometimes the door downstairs is open, and, and, I, and, and there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, welcome back. Thank you. Did we even talk about you? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, well, I'm what are you, here. <laughs> you stopped at New Phone, which I was like. Just getting a new phone. I'm getting a new like, phone. Like, this show has been so exciting already. New phones, malls, um, great. I'm glad that we're we're recording later because that made it easy for me to be here today. I know. I'm thankful for, like, uh, you were like, I need to change my hair appointment. I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, I'm going to get my hair dyed tomorrow. I'm like, oh, you don't need to change anything. But, like, I've really kind of been easy. slacking on, you know, I've been, like, really dealing with the fact that my birthday's close. And that's really been distracting. So I've, like, not really been booking co-hosts or anything like that. Like, luckily, I booked November guests, thank God. Um, well, let me tell you, it is very easy to get me to come here to smoke weed and talk shit. So I love that. I love that. Just send me a and text. we enjoy having <laughs> you. Um, so uh, next week, um, so it's kind of funny because we are in our sixth season of the Tony Soto Show. But next week, we we started the Tony Soto Show the Wednesday before Thanksgiving six years ago. So next week is technically the six-year anniversary of the Tony Soto Show being in existence. We started putting it in seasons and taking September off <laughs> into the first year. Um, but we are not, for the first time, we are not recording a show on that week. We're not going to be here next week because I'm going to be in Portland for uh, the holiday. And after next week is going to be my birthday show. So it will be after my birthday, but we're going to celebrate my birthday uh, on the 4th of December on the show. God damn it. I can't wait for this birthday thing to be over with. Um, So real quick, uh, I just needed to uh, get something off of my chest real quick. Um, So I host a show uh, that features baby drag queens uh, yeah. that, um, so that they can like you know perform a number and then like you know we have fun and we make them lip sync battle each other uh, for the past two months in a row we've had well two months ago we had a last minute no call or a last minute call in from a queen who was like last minute like oh I'm sick I can't come Ooh. which doesn't oh. look cute and then this month we had a no call no show like someone who just did not even show up and it was someone who I'd gotten a warning from in a DM from a stranger saying, like, they had come to a gig drunk and, like, to be aware of that. And I was like, oh, okay, well. Wow. Uh, and I was like, but I'm the girl that gives these girls the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, they're not going to do that. Um, well, uh, she, she did. She didn't show up. And, uh, and it just I just want a message to, uh, to baby drag queens out there who are trying to get on with the business. Because here's the thing. I don't need to do a fucking show for baby queens. 
I could very well do a show where I could book drag queens and like do a proper drag show or bring girls who, you know, have been around and are established. But I want to give a platform to uh, young and inspiring queens. Don't fucking like no call, no show, something like that, because it is a small community, this drag community, and we are all very gossipy bitches. Well, yeah, if you're getting anonymous messages warning you about your upcoming talent, I would say so. And and see, that's the thing, too, that that people need to that that person, I hope, understands at some point is that people have already talked shit about uh, Mm. them. You know what I mean? And um, it's just it's just. If you want to do this business, and I know that it's super uh, uh, intoxicating to think about drag because of the people who clap for you and whatever, and you're glamorous and whatever, but it's way more than that to be uh, established in this business. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. I got it. I got it. As I literally ash the whole <laughs> joint into Diana's hands, I'm like, I can't reach the ashtray. That's where I'm at. My no, I just went calm mom vibes. I got it. I you got did. It. <laughs> now, we got it. now I'm glad I'm not there. Uh, <laughs> Probably would be ashing on me. Um, but but we were just talking about this, though. I think in the entertainment industry in general, I'm sick is not an excuse because people who want it, they show up sick. And if you look really sick, then you'll get sent you'll home. You'll get sent home. And you'll get a commendation for co- for coming in sick, being like, right. that guy really You're wants like, it. Wow. Well, listen, speaking of baby queens, <laughs> we have a guest. Um, we have a guest who is, uh, I mean, she's been around. She's a baby queen. She's a baby queen. She's an a old queen. one. She's, a, she's an old, she's a late in life drag yes. queen. Yes. Uh, but an established comedian yeah. and writer. Uh, she made a movie. She survived cancer. Oh. Uh, yes. We have H. Allen Scott on the show. Hello. Hi. H. Allen, you're also the host of like two podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you've been on the TV. Uh-huh. A few uh, of those. And, and now you're a drag queen. Have you yeah. ever uh, called in sick on a drag okay, show? I have two things to say. Yeah. Uh, first off, with the drag thing, that's fucking bullshit. I don't care. I have done shows in fucking laundromats in like middle of nowhere, uptown Chicago with three people showing up and I didn't want to fucking go. Yeah. But I went because yeah. I knew I had committed yeah. to it. That is about being professional. You show up and if you're dying... Give the bitch a call. Yeah, a day in advance. You know you're dying at nine a.m. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, two months and ago, really make it sound yeah. like you're yeah. dying. I mean, yes. two months ago, the yes. girl, two months ago, the girl who called in sick was promoting the show up into two hours before the show, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, but now suddenly you're sick. And no. here's the thing too, like, um, I, I look at it this way because I mean, I've uh, I've only canceled one show because I, I I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned this, but I almost died in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it was really, real? really tragic. Yeah, like, uh, it was a year ago. I'm, I don't like to, to mention it. But um, while I was in hospital, almost dying in Mexico, um, I was uh, premiering a brand he's new show. He's laughing because I think you do like to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he's only mentioned it like there was, like, a fundraiser, a benefit, <laughs> a 
least. I'm pretty Yo, sure a couple of the times I've been on it's been mentioned. An encore. Wait, so I don't think that that's true. But you <laughs> canceled the show but because so, you well, were no, dying. I didn't cancel the show. But I got I threw Pinche Queen in the mix and was like, "You can host this show." Yeah. She didn't have any idea how the show was working, but I was like, "You're going to host the show." Um, I was there. Max, None of us knew. Maxwell, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. As and a also, professional, you know someone else who can do it. And also, I look at it this way too. Like I um, started with Precinct when it first opened, starting uh-huh. doing a Monday night show there. It was like pulling teeth getting mm-hmm. people to come and do a show or even to watch a show on a Monday night. There were Monday nights there that I had five people in the audience and I didn't want to be there. No. But mm-hmm. as someone who is committed to uh, to doing the job, you fucking go and do the job if it's four people. And if you're a little sick, you fucking still go do you the job. it together. I mean, I don't know how many times I was, I've been like, don't get really close. I've already... Uh, dripped all yeah. the makeup off my nose because I I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk. Microphones. We're going to mm-hmm. th- and listen. These microphones are disinfected yeah. after I every use. I got a wet wipe use. in my bag just in case. Mm-hmm. I never leave home without every it. Every use. Yeah. I don't fuck with that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk all about H. Allen Scott oh, shut up. and <laughs> Sadie Pines shut up. and all the useless stuff we yep. need to know. It's all right, be we'll be boring. right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back, and we have H. Allen Scott and you mm. and Sadie Pines. I think from now on, I'm just going to call you Sadie because I never yeah. call you H. Allen. But it's interesting. We got to get to the H. Allen stuff first because yes. you're Sorry. you were yes. that before you before you weren't. Well, and it's interesting. I have I wasn't even H. Allen my entire life. It's, oh yeah, what is the I started what is the when H? I when I started performing uh-huh. in St. Louis, Missouri, they wouldn't let me perform. St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Girl. she's a Midwest gal. Yes, yeah. I live. I lived right in between uh, St. Louis Where and Chicago uh, in the center of Illinois. So What town? So it's called Clinton. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so like when you know New Baden, Illinois, what's that? New Baden, Illinois. I think that's more South. Yeah. A little bit. But like, um, like whenever the carnies would come in between <laughs> Chicago and mm-hmm. St. Louis, Clinton would always get really good drugs. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Look at that. Oh, you were yeah. getting those carny well, drugs. Getting those carny drugs is the best <laughs> drugs. Hands down. So wait, what were you? Uh, yeah. Under- so when I started performing, I, they wouldn't put me up at the funny bone in St. Louis in the suburbs because it was all straight white dudes. So I had to go downtown to Cedric, the entertainers club, cafe, Soul. Cool. And, uh, my legal name, just so you know, is Scott Allen Honinger, H O E N I N G E R. But I'm about to be a little crude for the listeners here. People often mispronounce my name. Uh huh. And they see ho, and then they forget that second N in the N I N G E R, and it becomes a derogatory, very racist word. Whoa. And then that becomes very distracting to the comedian about to perform. Especially Cedric, uh, yeah, the entertainers. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Where they're letting a fucking poof the do worst. some makeup, uh, do yes. some comedy. Because they wanted they wanted me to fail, and then I already failed before I even got on stage with the name. It yeah. sucked. So I had to change it real quick. So since I was 17, I've just been H. Allen Scott. I flipped the name. And I've just oh. been H. Allen Scott so ever wait, since. So how long have you been doing comedy? Since 
I was 17. Since you were 17? Yeah. I start, well, I, I started in comedy, went to Chicago. I did a little bit of drag at Berlin Bar in Chicago. Oh, I lived Chicago. right across the street from Berlin. Oh, really? Yeah. I you lived did? around the corner I from like Berlin. I like Philly's best. Yeah. Yes. I, I blacked out yeah, there. I lived right above oh, it. He was I my blacked landlord. out of Berlin many times. That is not a statement that is uncommon. <laughs> well, oh, I, I, I blacked know. out I all over Belmont. Like it was groundbreaking. It, no, Maxwell, Maxwell left Cheesy's in an ambulance. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> I mean, that's an iconic <laughs> story. I feel like we're camming with him. Like, he's about to put stuff in his butt. I, I know. Will you, you know? please remove some yeah. clothes? Make this worth my fucking 99 cents a minute? <laughs> yeah, so I started there. Girl, and, and When I get the receipt, that's how the name started and then i was just been performing yeah i did stand up really I, a little bit of politics in there i worked for what anthony weiner oh wow. you worked for i worked for hillary clinton disgraced okay. anthony yes, weiner i know but I, I worked on his mayor's race in new york but wait so what yeah. kind of comedy was this were you out as uh, i was always out uh, at 17 always what out. kind of yeah. comedy does a 17 year old out jew do well i wasn't a jew then i was mormon i was you raised were... mormon <gasps> what yeah and wow. then I that's even Jesus. more oppressive that cult's even weirder I know I know <laughs> and Jews are magic I had a whole repertoire <laughs> of comedy honestly like my entire life was a fucking comedy um, so I, yeah I started in doing stand up and I was like impersonating B. Arthur like I, that's all my artists were like Jewish artists okay and then when I was in college I figured out oh I think I'm Jewish <laughs> And then I didn't do anything about it until I got cancer and I converted during chemo. But so, I was doing stand-up. My set was pretty much just about so dating. So wait, you just thought you, you were Jewish. Jewish? Yeah, I came out as Jewish, Are honestly. you like the Rachel Dolezal yes, with Jews? Yes, I am. Like, oh, I, I am. Just, I can feel I am, their comedy oh deep in my blood. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's H.L. with a, uh, H. Allen with a fucking Jew. yarmulke. Hey, y'all can make fun of it, but someone's in a movie. Look at that weird, <laughs> mo- look at that weird Mormon with the yarmulke. <laughs> So what, yeah, no. what was it about uh, that made you want to leave the Mormon religion is if I can't answer that myself. I know, right? <laughs> no, the big thing with Christianity for me was this obsession with heaven and like uh-huh. what happens after you die and nobody would answer my questions. Yeah. Like and, nobody would talk about it. And Jews not believing in a hell and is a Jews good thing. Doesn't really, Jews don't focus on the afterlife yeah, yeah, in that yeah. way. And, that was, and also I wanted a religion where I could maybe not believe in God. Yeah. And... Uh, Jews give me that option. Right. And right, so right. It, like I kind of went in that direction because I wanted to dissent and be doubtful and like, you know, all of those things. So when did you get cancer? Uh, when I was 30, right? I moved to Los Angeles. I got staffed on a show to write on a television show. And I, well, a week later I got sick. And then uh, two weeks later I was starting chemo. And what kind of cancer was it? Testicular. cancer, yeah. Testicular cancer. Wow. Yeah. Not the yeah. ball. Yeah, I lost the ball. See, we were just you talking about I how the... it was the ball. Yeah, we yeah. were just That's talking the, about... It's not it's easy, easy. Yeah. but either one of the... It's the... You, the survival rate is huge, but yeah. that said, the chemo is, like, insanely Long. aggressive. Because we were just talking about how the buttholes are the new boobs. Yeah, the oh, yeah. so, buttholes oh. are going nuts with cancer. Colon cancer is, yeah. like, a big... And no, actual anal cancer from the higher rates of... HPV. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and anal cancer used to be relatively oh. rare, and now it's... So well, don't be taking those loads in your butts, boys. I um, mean, or at the very least, like, don't do it so much. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe do it Save three times a week. Save your booty for something special. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I converted during chemo and... And that's and then so that so so yeah. so battling cancer was well, you it were, wasn't cancer that made me do it it was that I had the free time I hadn't literally honestly <laughs> to like learn in, the my 20s, in my twenties in my twenties <laughs> I was working all of the time uh-huh. and 
I was so stressed out working and trying to make it as a comedian that like I never had any time. And then during chemo, I had all this time because I was going to chemo five days a week, six hours a day yeah. for like six months at a time with the breaks in between. Right. So I had all of this time, and I figured juice, you know, make you read a lot. So I had a lot of time. Might as well read and. Do something I've been meaning to do. So how do you like being in jail? I Are love you it. Did I did, it? and that's what the film's about. So the film oh, okay. follows... Yeah, tell us about the film. Yeah, the film's called Latter-day Jew, and it follows me as I sort of get ready for being... I love that name. For being, Latter-day Jew yeah, is right? such a it's great good. name. It follows me getting ready for a bar mitzvah, but really it follows me figuring out sort of my identity in a way, and also showing that like you don't have to be what your parents kind of told you you're supposed to be as a child that that yeah. whole like especially if they're in a cult yeah especially if they're in a cult but oh, I do find Jews are a cult too yeah. well, not, they're yeah. just an older Every cult in general cult. you don't yeah. have they're, to they're listen to all the grown ups but, but, but wait how do the how does the Mormons uh, side feel about you being a Jew now I mean my parents are great my parents and my family are so supportive like, yeah and my mom steals so they, so they, didn't, they didn't like excommunicate you no, or anything they didn't get excommunicated but my mom in the whenever we've been I've been traveling these past few months with the film and audiences my mother is a is so popular. Like, people are obsessed with my mom. She uh-huh. gets standing ovations. It's a whole thing. Um, pisses me off. But, <laughs> but, she... All right, bag of chips. I know. I know. She, I have bag of chips here. She's fucking pissing me off. She's stealing. Literally, every single question Q&A is about my fucking mother. And it's like, I'm in the movie. <laughs> it really makes me angry. But... Whatever. But so so are they still Mormons? They, well, they're sort of Mormon lights. Yeah. Okay. They, they, there was a there was a moment in the Mormon Church before marriage equality in the U.S. where they were looking like they were going in a progressive direction and allowing women in leadership roles right. and being more inclusive. I, I remember that. And yeah. then they made a decision that said children of same sex couples uh, have to wait until they're to be baptized until they're 18, at which point they choose between the church and the family. Yeah. And that's for a lot of Mormons, that was the line in the sand. I that mean, was sort of the line in the sand with my family. I mean, I feel like it's weird that you gave up uh, you gave up a planet for uh, for uh, for no afterlife whatsoever. Hey, I got another country. <laughs> for a little bit I, of listen, cynicism. I'm just saying, I got a whole other country I can go to when this shit blows up here in Trump land. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, Israel's doing hang, real well. Yeah, well, I mean, at, least, Yahoo. at least I got somewhere to go. Y'all just going to burn. <laughs> I'll go down to Mexico. Go. Yeah, I'm fine. You're gonna go. Yeah, you'll too. be fine in Mexico too. I thrive uh, yeah. in Mexico. I don't know about. They it. recognize I me right away. Yeah. <laughs> they call me Mija. Okay. Yeah, they're like, they're like whatever. Mija, hold this bag for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So perfect. At least I have a job. <laughs> so you you uh you then decide. When did you decide that you wanted to be a drag queen? I mean, like honestly, <laughs> where did you go from? Like. You made a movie, yeah. you beat cancer, yeah. you fucking have been on TV, Betty White's seen your fucking tattoo on your arm. I have a Golden Girls tattoo. Um, yeah. Like, where did you, why did you give up? Well, I, <laughs> 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 see, the thing is, like, I don't, I got so disillusioned by stand-up after cam- cancer, like, I could not perform the way I was performing because I felt like I was performing to get jobs and yeah. I wasn't, like, performing for me. Yeah. And... I stopped doing it for like a good few years after chemo and then through drag I've really figured out a way to perform again. Yeah. And it's sort of it's given me an outlet that I didn't have 
I was lost for a bit, and I feel like drag has really sort of guided me in the, in that direction. Sadie, Sadie Pine. saved me. Sadie Aww. Pine. Oh, she's Aww. a fucking bitch, from, but from, she saved me from your fascination of the Golden Girls. Yes, it grew out of the podcast because so you I have a, a podcast called Out on the Lanai. Well, I had. We finished Pat, it every every episode. We went through every episode of the Golden Girls. Yeah, and they really fell out in the last two seasons. They, I was super. Well, I still love. B wanted out, didn't but she? B wanted out. Yeah, famously, I could tell. she wanted out. I could out. tell. You could tell. Yeah, she you looked totally. She looked angry the last two seasons the whole time. After but they really did her wrong. There are seven. Seven. But they really did her wrong. They really did her wrong. Because the last few seasons, she was just a joke. Her whole character was a joke the whole season, the whole time. And she hated being She was an ugly, sexless broad. That's what she was. And she hated it. She hated that she was always the butt of the joke. Yeah. It really pissed her off. Yeah. She got that big payday. She was the highest paid. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we did the podcast. And then out of the podcast, Sadie Pines was sort of the direction I needed to figure out what to do post Golden Girls. You know, it's me. funny because like we're kind of like on opposite things now because like, mm-hmm. I've just started to do stand up in the last year. As a boy. As a boy. Yeah. And um I'm gonna be honest, I don't get the the feeling that I get when I finish uh, hosting as a as, drag queen, like you that feel I do. better as a drag queen. No, I feel much better as a drag queen. Same. I feel, I feel the like, same I feel way. Like, I, and, I, and, I, and I feel like. I mean, I, I think that stand up is great, and I'm proud of myself for doing it because I've I've lived my whole life in fear of it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, it's just me and a spotlight and a microphone and an audience. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, it, it re it reaffirmed that I'm just funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and like, stand up is the. the I am so grateful for stand-up. It taught me how to present myself, how to give short quips, how to be quick, mm-hmm. how to like... Yeah. Timing. It, it taught me how to be a professional, right. really. Mm-hmm. A true, yeah. uh, and, and, and really be on whenever I need to be on. Whereas having that foundation going into drag is so strong. I think Maxwell should do stand-up. You should do stand up. Oh my god! I, think, I want to do stand up. I think I, I think I think about it, and I'm like I'm like uh, I, I think I could listen to that voice for 15 minutes on a microphone as long as the jokes are funny. You know what I mean? But only 15. Oh my god! Only 15. Well, when 15. We're, done, we're done with our gossip sash off camera. We can also talk about that off camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, stand up is for drag. It has to me been. It's the most beneficial thing I could have done. Yeah, it's it felt like a natural progression. For so me. tell us about Sadie. Oh, wait, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, once I feel like stand-up just teaches you how to write in your own voice. Yep. And once you're able to write in your own voice, you can adjust it because to so drag, many other things. Exactly. And drag nice is foundation. all about being self-aware of yourself so that you know mm-hmm. how to present that other part of yourself that right. you're putting out into the world. But it really teaches you who you are. And I, through stand-up, already knew who I was. Yeah. So, like, I, was, I had one leg up. So when you say, like, I'm starting, I'm a baby drag queen, like... Yeah. I had the twenty years of you've been camping your whole life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've been, you've been camping your yeah. whole life. You just put the dress I just put on the dress and the makeup way. on. But the yeah. voice is still that twenty yeah. years experience as a stand up. Well, and here's the thing though too. It's like it's like when it comes to drag these days, it's like uh, people forget about the funny. So yeah. it's always nice yeah. if if drag there's another if there's another funny girl out yeah. there. Um, and you are Miss Funny. Oh, thank you. You are like all personality at shows. That's all I have. It's like, amazing. Literally, I have no other skills than that. That's so. what I say about me, too. That's I say, why what that's are why some of the other flip. skills, though? That, that's, that's why what? Wait, what? Wait, what happened? That's why, that's why you bought those lips. That's why uh, I bought them. You needed something I'm else dying for those to talk lips. about. We got your personality and those big-ass lips. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. those lips. Well, I want big lips. I've so just bad. thought now that, like, honestly, uh, lips, if you're not doing them, you're not really doing drag. No. So, uh, but also, I lived my life delusional thinking I didn't have to overdrive <laughs> my drill on my lip for years. What were you saying to me, Diana? 
Oh, I was saying as a hostess, like what's the other quality that is sellable other than humor? Exactly. Like what else do you want to watch? Yeah. It, especially like transitioning <coughs> performers. You don't want I don't someone wanna... to stand up there and be political well, or you boring see, or just serious, stand there and be beautiful. Or... Well, yeah. you see, well, <laughs> you see that's that. the thing. You see a lot of girls who rely on that and uh, and then you see a lot of girls who fancy themselves funny and they're just not either. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing yeah. is, is like I, I'm confident knowing that I am at least funny. Yeah. Um, but you are a very funny comedian. And Thank you. Sadie is blossoming. But mm-hmm. you also do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you're, called You're Making, you're it, making worse. it Worse. Yeah, it's on Dan Harmon's uh, Starburns Industries. I always have to say that. <laughs> and it, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great podcast. I co-hosted with Elliot Glazer and Brent Sullivan, two I fellow comedians. I love that Elliot Glazer. He's, He's such a such handsome a devil. I love him, too. He judged, learned the words. He gave me this and last I was, night. I was, this, this button. Oh, I Miss Piggy as, as divine. I I love yeah. it. Yeah, he judged more than words, and, yeah. I, and I thought he was great. So tell yeah. us about that podcast. It's us complaining about gay people. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> we, the three of us have always kind of felt a little, in our comedy particularly, felt a little disillusioned. We all sort of started in New York, and one of the things that we sort of bonded over in the New York comedy world was that we weren't just being we weren't gay comedians. We were comedians that were gay. Right. And so we never set up the jokes that I had to come out you know what right, I mean? Right, I always right. just was like on a date with a man. That was just yeah. that was. I didn't have to explain that to you. Yeah. It's not something I need to explain. I mean, the first time I saw you, it didn't need to be told to me that you were exactly. Homosexual. You yeah. know it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it. But a lot of gay comedians, yeah. a lot of gay comedians, <laughs> feel the need to only be gay. Yeah. and it's like that's not how you live. So what? Do you know I, Tim right. Dillon from New York? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that, that's it's a, very much has, that. Right. And yeah. there's so much more to do than but what is, Tim does that like... There really is a tribe of queer comedians out there who don't rely on just being queer, but they're still out and open in their comedy. And yeah. we kind of always felt a little disillusioned from, from gay media and from the popular narrative of the abs and the insta-gays and all of that. And we just wanted an outlet to really complain about it and bitch about it. And we had last night a great guest. I think this episode's coming out soon with uh, Max Emerson, the insta-gay. Oh, Do you know? I don't you guys know who Max? that is. He's like, he's like blonde and tall and has abs and does things. And he's he's a very small wow, person. sounds like an insta-gay. Yeah. So you send me a screenshot of that person? I'll send you his profile. Yeah, he... Um, is it Emerson, Mac... Wait, no, it's... Maxisms. What's his insta- Maxisms. Uh, oh. I'm promoting for Max now. Um, Yawn. Uh, yeah, Yawn. No. I'll send you his profile. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he turned out to be a very sweet person, but we have complained a lot about his posts in the past, and it was great to have him on so that we could be like, this is why we think you're kind of a monster sometimes, Yeah, and this is... Why? What we think about and that? And how did that go? And it went great. See, it actually went great because I, we were able to have a dialogue. Because he's intelligent and he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he was able to hear why we were maybe a little disgruntled. What are some other guests that people could listen to if they've not heard your podcast before? Oh, we've had uh, well, Alana and Abby from Broad City. Oh. Elliot's brother or sister oh. is Alana, and so they've both been on before in the past. We've had Mamrie Hart. We've had, you know, so many different. I mean, so Alaska. Right? Alaska's done it. Trixie's done it. Um, uh, yeah, that's my which Madison, one is he? Right? The He's first the one, one on the right. I'm oh. fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I've seen yeah. it. 
Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I sent you his profile. You could do your own research. Thanks, girl. I mean, he's a very sweet person. I will say that, children. but that he's kind of indicative of a lot of instigates that we complain about. Well, and so what so, do you think about the Instagram taking away the likes from us soon? I, do you feel like that? I kind of love it. I do, too. Yeah, I, but I'm listen, okay I, I that. think that a lot of thoughts' minds are going to be broken. I, do, I think so, too. Like, but I know I'm a specific camp. thought. I know a specific oh, thought. And, and uh, well, well, I can't name him, but like I know a specific Give thought for sure. Uh uh, uh, from my other podcast, he's my uh, other podcast. Uh, he's my other my other podcast. He's real sex. close to you. Uh, I just know. I just know that like 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 that's kind of something that feeds him. Yeah, of course. Is to see that number go yeah. up because like, I don't care about that number mainly because yeah. I never get Maxwell. What do you think about the numbers going away? Do you hate it or do you love it? Um. No, I don't really care. Well, because you still get to see yeah, how many likes you get. Yeah, it's just about other so, like, people. You'll not know. Yeah, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. I guess we'll. I guess we'll see if that's all that really matters. I think that's what Instagram is I trying actually, to. I think, I think that's what Facebook is trying idea. to see if that is yeah. all that matters, or if people will lose their. But minds. I'm with you on the Facebook thing. Well, at I'm least just, getting out of Facebook. Are you? I want. I want out of all social media. To Me be honest, too. Except for Instagram, it's the only one I really care about. Yeah. Well, I'm and, actually also thinking about. Uh, uh, hiring someone next year oh. to uh, post on the Tony Soto show Instagram oh. so I can be done with that as well. Yeah. Because at this point, Maxwell does learn the words bitch one. Uh, if we ever do anything with gay power, if power, you're not following it, follow it, by the way. Learn the words bitch on Instagram. Yeah. She's following. And then from uh, all the accounts, uh, Casey can do gay power half hour. And I mean, like, just to stay relevant with the podcast, like, uh, have someone do the yeah. Tony Soto show. But I mean, like, I, I, the only thing I think I would miss is Twitter. Honestly, yes. you know, well, see, it's like, draining to me. Twitter particularly yeah. is draining to me because I get because I write for other outlets like Vice and other places. Yeah, and people will read what I write, maybe not like something that I've said. Go look on my Instagram, see that I do drag, and then it's just faggot, 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 and it's just a or it's like you know derogatory anti-Semitism. How, like but, it's a it's a parade. But how? Flattering is it that they take the time I to know, go that is so on sweet. another link to find oh, you. You should see now. Now because of the movie, I get protesters. It's so exciting. Like the, I was like in, the sign protesters. Oh, I love. The people who. So the film isn't a political film at all. But because we shoot in Israel, people want to protest that. Yeah. And so I was in. I'm gonna do a little brag. I was in South Africa. It's not really a brag actually, but I was in South Africa <laughs> and I was giving like a speech and we had this huge pool of protesters come in. Security had to take me. It was just, I felt so famous. Oh my God, how glam. I know, it never happened again. But, (laughs) no, I've had people, like, people yell things, but it is, it's, it does make you feel good when someone wants. If you, my mom always said, if you piss someone off, you're doing something right. I agree. That's what yeah, I, I, I learned how to heckle ass. Yeah. Well, well, what, yeah. what do you and say, Maxwell? What do you say about haters? Haters make you famous, baby. Haters make you famous. It's Listen, true. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, uh, Sadie's going to stick around because we yes. have listener questions. Well, yes. Um, so let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Excellent. Do you love drag queens? Do you love hearing about shit you shouldn't care to know? And do you want them mixed all together? Then come listen to Grizzly Kiki. We've had illustrious guests such as... Tony Soto. Tony Soto. And Tony Soto. Come listen to Grizzly Kiki at grizzlykiki.com. 
All right, we are back with the show. Uh, so fun having uh, Sadie Pines I on. I love being here. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad we could get you on. Yeah, Michael, my boyfriend, he you wanted him on before, and he he would he won't do a podcast. I know he will not do <laughs> See, it. See, this is the thing about designers, and like it's the same with like I've had Juan Chavez on this on the show uh, once or twice, and. Um, it, they just don't like talking. They all don't. That much. He doesn't like. He doesn't like being the show. He doesn't even like me giving him credit half yeah. the time. So I, like, I know. Like, I've, just pulled, that guy. I've pulled him. I've pulled Michael out for learning the words. Yeah, and, and like he's, he gets embarrassed. He definitely kind of like freezes up. I'm like, no, get out of here. But you I am guy. looking like, <laughs> forward to the day that we have to walk a red carpet together and I get all the photos. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, uh, <laughs> listeners, we do these questions every week. So if you like your questions, concerns, comments, or critiques read on this show, if you want to tell Maxwell how he could. Do do better. Um, all you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com, go to the message center, and send us a message. We'll be happy to read it on the show. And Maxwell will be happy to change. <laughs> You're only saying that because there's a delay in talking, and it's just easier not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the helps. only reason why you said that. Yeah, you need to tell Taco Bay to step up this fucking Wi-Fi game. Yeah. Alright? <laughs> like, that is for real, because you Yeah, that's should... not Beverly Hills Wi-Fi. <laughs> You know, well, maybe if he got another Wi-Fi. Instagram follower, he would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he would maybe need to step up his Wi-Fi. Listen, we did we did this show for I think two years or something, and my modem was so outdated, and it was the worst experience, like to talk uh-huh. uh, via Skype or FaceTime, and I thought it was the other person the whole time come to find out my modem Bitching about other people yeah. it was all your fault come to find out my modem just needed to be like coming into the fucking 21st century That's or whatever so me um okay so let's see uh i'm gonna kick it off with jonathan uh jonathan says i've noticed when a straight person writes in they usually announce they are straight so hi i'm john one of your straight fans here's the situation. hi john we love a good straight fan thank you for listening did he include his dick all right listen we're not objectifying straight people Why? because they that's like over it. and played out in <laughs> that done. is true okay? that is true and i want a faggot i but want a sissy i don't want like it is exciting when straight dudes get comfortable enough to show their dicks on the internet to gay dudes that's at least a place that means we're evolving Jonathan, don't listen to this fucking <laughs> this thirsty old bitch. Um, he says, "Michael, but if you want to send me your dick pic, <laughs> See, you Max, also Max, no, Maxwell, we're in the same. Boat. And this future old thirsty dick. Uh, <laughs> let's see. My girlfriend is hot, amazing, and basically perfect. She's a cam model, and I know, and I know you support that line of work. When she is working, she talks about me some, and her fans are asking that I fuck her on her site. Do it. When she first brought it to me, I was into the idea, but the more I think about it, I think I'm a prude. I'm a little embarrassed that this is uh, my truth, and I'm nervous about telling her that I want to pass on the idea. I know even if I say no, she will stay with me. I was just hoping I would always fulfill her fantasies. Mm. Well, could you do something without your face in it? Yeah, Like, why don't you have her, like, on her back and have you, like, on your knees and cut your face out? There there are lots of cam models that do that, that wear masks. Well, I'm wondering if, like, well, if they talk about, well, listen, if, 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 if he's like Taco Bay, if like he's got a nickname online, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and is faceless, sure, that works. But like, if she knows that your name is John, I don't know. Like, I understand. If she had said his no. name, that might be a problem. You're right. Yeah. I, but I, if she had I guess, it, yeah, it depends on the circumstance of their like 
relationship and her like social status. Cause yeah. I mean, if a lot of people know her in town and know that she's married to John in apartment three, and like <laughs> a lot of people she know what she does John too. in apartment three on camera. Yeah. 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 Like if people in her community know what she does and they're okay with it, sure. They're going to know that that's John. Yeah. But I wonder like how many people know, like if you're that's, that's you work from home. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and you're not getting out much. Yeah, and Seven Eleven and Starbucks. Yeah, and unless you're talking like openly around your neighborhood that you're a cam model, I'm not sure that. Although it is really exciting when you see someone from like porn or something you've seen, and then you see them out in public or at a bar or something, and you're like, oh, I've seen you in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, not in a way. I've seen you in a way. I've seen you in a way. Oh my god! Oh. I wish I felt that way. I'm usually like, oh god, I'm at this kind of gay party. I have to go. <laughs> uh, Diana. Uh, you're you're newly married. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long were you and your uh, husband together before you were married? We were together for four years. You ever done a sex tape? You ever filmed yourself? You ever no. you ever thought about like putting it on tape? Uh, I know that I filmed sex in my early twenties. But like you know, when cell phones first had oh grainy video, shit, yeah, those grainy, those grainy shit. Grainy like, is shit. that a nipple? Is that a pixelated <laughs> thing? A <laughs> nipple? I'm seeing my head bob. She <laughs> got that like, 2015 phone going on. Did you film yourself sucking dick? Of course. Oh my oh, god. god! I love it. That is straight face, it. girl. Somebody had to hold the phone. <laughs> and I wanted to be on camera. I know plenty of people who can hold that phone. Skills. Get that angle. Get that she angle. But you oh. would you wouldn't film uh, sex with your husband? Um, I would. I just like I don't need to watch it. We do it. You know. Yeah, I, I don't mean, understand like, why the why the need of like rewatch. Maxwell, have you ever filmed yourself having sex? Yes. Really? Not a lot though, because I, I don't. I feel like it's always it just is never a smooth transaction. I feel right. like if a guy could really take his get his phone. Like be real slick about it, do his thing and go. But I always feel like it's such an ordeal, and he's always like, "Hang on, hang on," and like moves this. Ca- yeah. I'm like, "No, yeah. this is too much it's work." Yeah, and like, my husband is in really the film industry. This it, could take cool, forever to like that. Never works that way, so <laughs> I don't really like it. The only time you tell me to hang on is if you have a cramp. All right, that's yeah. the only time I. <laughs> right. Because like, listen, I'm trying to get to the end. <laughs> You have a cramp. I got got things to do. I want to make sure that you're good now to here before midnight. You know, we need to avoid either of us falling asleep, and I'm already kind of sleepy. You need to be out of here before midnight. That's a key. When I was single, that was a key. Yeah, for sure. They need to be gone so I could have my bowl of cereal and go to sleep. I forgot we were doing a show. (laughs) We should move on. That happens to me every time I'm here for at least 10 minutes. I forget that we're recording. We've burned a lot of time on Jonathan. Good. Good luck, Jonathan. Jonathan. Good luck. He's left with just I a good luck. I just think it's very sweet that Jonathan feels bad about I wanting know. to that be cooler sweet. than he and is. Listen, that it is doesn't sweet. make you uncool. No. Oh. Um, and you know, and and you know, you're still worthy of your hot cam model uh, to yes. be your lady. And she can so. get a fuck She's machine. She's just cooler She's than you. Well, just fuck. You can fuck her off camera. It's not. He's not. It's not. He's not. Well, no, but if she really wants something to be fucked, like if she wants to be fucked on camera, she can get a fuck machine and you name know, it a cute nickname. I have a little problem like with Jonathan. fuck machines. 
There are certain fight machines. I don't machines. like it either. There are I certain fight machines. So I'm, like, I'm like, so what is the speed control on I that know, fight machine? I know. Some of them are insane. And how is it controlled? And could it malfunction and like and pummel you. my guts? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want my like, guts What do they call pummel. that in the Elizabethan ages where you just like the gaunt, not gauntlet, um, the thing you get like, it goes through your body. Like you sit on it. You literally, Ooh. it goes, yeah, it's like in Braveheart. Impaling, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, I'm, not, I'm not into that. No. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Maxwell. Oh, we have yeah, a- I have a, I've been reading a lot this season. New season, new bitch. Okay, all right. <laughs> Get through this okay. question. <laughs> Tab says, how do I talk my partner out of getting a tattoo of a flower on their belly button? I don't think it's a joke. <laughs> you Help. break up with them. <laughs> you tell them it will be over. Aww. You tell them it will be over. <laughs> Yeah, you should literally be like, is this a joke? Because if it's not, it's not funny. Wait a minute. There is a whole generation of gay men from like like late 80s porn, early 90s, yeah. who had like, whose who's belly buttons are sons, right? Oh, now. yeah, they had the, the sons thing. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Oh. Have you seen the one of the guy that got the cat asshole on his belly yes. button? Yes. I mean, my weight fluctuates so much that I knew I could never put anything in my stomach area <laughs> ever. Like, I just knew it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be skinny one year, fat another, nothing's going on there. Did, did he say he wanted to be a flower? A flower I on his that. belly. It's I gonna hate look that. like dog poop in ten years. Is it around his belly button? Yeah, I'm assuming no. it's one of those like the, 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 the middle of the flower is the hole. To use a millennial no. term, he's canceled. It's like a fucked up. It's like it's like worse canceled. than a, yeah. a tramp stamp. I think. Yeah, like, I yeah. think it's worse. I have than an AIDS tramp stamp. What does that mean? I went a couple years ago to a fundraiser. They were giving away like everyone who got a tat- or AIDS ribbon tattooed on them. They would give donate money and I got it on my back. It's essentially an AIDS tramp stamp. It's like in the middle section. I bet that brings all the boys to the Yeah, yard. I know, right? <laughs> right? That's well, hot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not concerned at all. <laughs> See, I'm the example. What's his name? What's the question's name? Tab. 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 I am the example of what why he, your boyfriend shouldn't get the flower tattoo. <laughs> it is equivalent to an AIDS tramp stamp. Yeah, I mean, it's. I've also seen some adult film stars who have like uh, biohazard on their buttholes tattoo oh, and shit why? like that. So you know what? Listen, there's just certain places you should avoid. Yeah. And you yeah. shouldn't and there are certain there are certain sh- parts of your body that you shouldn't incorporate no. into a tattoo, like the whole of your belly button. Or, or if it's an Audi even. Oh, oh. I'm so don't gross. get clever with your orifices. No. Don't don't, yeah. don't, don't work a tattoo design around an opening in your body. Any opening. Yeah. I can't. Don't. Especially one if we all have it. Like if it's a unique opening opening sure get a tattoo on it but like we all have belly buttons don't make it any weirder (laughs) (laughs) yes all right diana bring us home oh okay um ashton my friend sent me a video of cows basically living their best lives and i realized they're just really big lovable dogs i'm wrecked any of you all veggies or vegans Uh, and they attached a video but my phone just they sure did. And I, I sure, didn't watch the video. And I sure did watch that video. <laughs> and I'm bad? telling you, listen. No, it's 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 adorable. Is it, oh, it's adorable. Oh, cows, I was expecting cows it to be like an anti cows are video. Cows are full of personality. They really and they are. love things and they want to nuzzle. Oh. Girl, I'm telling I rest. Listen. The older I, I get, beef, listen. So. The older I get, the more I think. I mean, I you're, you're a Jew now. You can't yeah. eat pork or anything. No. I mean, um, I can't. I'm a reformed Jew. Let's be real. 
<laughs> Listen, if you're going to do it, do it. You know what I mean? Um, red red string and everything. Um, it's not Kamala. <laughs> it's all from the same thing. Um, but, like, I think about this because, you know, pigs are super smart. They yes, really are. And, and the thing smart. is, is, like, I'm watching these, like, animal shows on Netflix where it's, like, uh, scientists researching the personalities of animals. Yeah. And you're like... That's a good voice. And you're thinking... Yeah. And you're like, these fucking things have per even chickens yeah. and like like little which are flying lizards let's face it yes. with feathers so like they're creepy are you a vegetarian like, i'm not oh that's the thing that's where i'm convicted because i'm mm. like i like i'm getting to a point where i'm like okay here's what i need to do i need to find a local fucking mm -hmm. farm yeah Mm -hmm. And like go and get my meat products mm -hmm. from California, them. or you could go to the fair. Yeah, if you go to the Orange County Fair, you can buy meat from the FFA kids, and also the farmers markets here. You can oh, get yeah, like, and you can, you buy, can get you great can meat that. too. I'm a little wary about the LA farmers yeah. market meats. No, uh, no, you can get because they come from local farms. Mm. You can give yeah. it to the kids. They raise them in their backyards. See, yeah. but that's the thing. Like that's kind of what I want to do, and and because then that way I will. I would feel I'd be like, well, at least. At least, at least at some point, this cow got to gallop. Yeah. I was know? a vegetarian yeah. for a long time. They want to gallop, Same. but they enjoy. For a long yeah. time. They enjoy galloping. It's yeah. happy meat versus sad meat. When it, you drive up true. the five, that's sad meat. Ooh, I don't, I don't going to SF. Meat. Oh yeah. my god, that is so sad. It's oh the, my god, it it's the so Holocaust cool. of cows. It is Schindler's List. Listen, yeah. on the way, if There's anyone, no grass. if yeah. you don't, if you don't live in LA, and if you drive from LA to SF, you come across. Auschwitz of cows. Yes. And it's Our like... bite mic'd, not fried. It's the worst smell you've ever smelled, and they have to smell it all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Terrible. I know that meat. I, I haven't mean, eaten beef since I was like 13. I, I firmly yeah. believe really? that like animals yeah. and humans, also same thing, when they experience stress, it gets toxins into your body, and, yeah. it, and that is transferred into the yeah. meat that we eat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like Absolutely. when I, I, think oh I was so stressed before getting cancer, there's no history of my cancer that I got. None in my family. And I was so stressed that I think that's why I got cancer. That you fucking tumored your balls? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. That's and I crazy. think cows can also do that. They can get so sad and depressed about that condition that like yeah. the meat is like tainted. Yeah. Yeah. I we mean, all I have I, enough trauma. I do. I do like I, I've made it a point to like have uh, uh, plant food like plant-based food yeah. more times a week yeah. than meat now yeah um which has been helpful um but it's it's hard to break that because i, well, I it's do just love accessible. a good i just do love a crispy bacon piece i do love bacon but it is becoming more accessible sadie pines did you have a good time i had such a good time i'm so glad you had me over thank you yeah, it was so good to you have you were going you. to do your making it worse but you know what you're not making it worse <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you on social media. You can just Google H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines and Latter-day ah. Jew and just use Google. There's probably lots of mean things about me out there as well. Yeah, he's a faggot and a Jew. I so am. Uh, that, you can read that in any comment. <laughs> you can. You really can. <laughs> uh, Diana. Uh, uh, I am going to be in and out of town for the next couple of months for the holidays, but you can Google my shit. You can. I'm being a guest on other podcasts. Yeah. yeah girl. She does other things. Yes. I do yes. other things. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I do more than this. <laughs> um, uh, Maxwell. Um, I am going to just be trying to survive Black Friday next week. Oh, that's um, right. Enjoying the that's ho right. holidays or pretending to. That retail life. 
Yes, girl. I'm still looking and for a new job. If any of you are hiring, all. LOL. <laughs> Bless me this Christmas with a new job. And um, then you can also see me at Learn the Words, bitch, December 2nd. So because excited. we won't be having a show before then. That's right. So you can see me there, and it's Virgin's Night. So if you're virginal, prove it to me, and I'll put you on the list. If you've never done Learn the Words for our December 2nd show, it is my birthday show, and I am encouraging virgins to come and sign up. So if you've never had the courage but have always wanted to do it, December 2nd is the time. Akbar, sign up at 8.30, showtime at 9.30. Give Tony your virginity. Exciting. Give me your virginity. God damn flower with Tony. Uh, she, Tony's a 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> 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 That's what you should have named it. I mean, it is going to yeah. be my 40th birthday, so let's all cry together. Um, uh, well, do you want to give your socials? Oh, yeah. And then um, a new millennial moment as well. I just dropped uh, the one on skincare. We have, we're wrapping up the year with two really good ones. We are. They're and you funny. can catch those on my Instagram, on my IGTV at Maxwell Esposito on that platform. Yay. Um, uh, listen, I do the Gay Power half hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie. <laughs> so go on uh, iTunes and subscribe to that, please. It's very fun. Uh, we have a live show coming up in December, so stay tuned for details on that. Um, go to this show's iTunes page and subscribe and rate it and leave comments. Uh, and this Friday, if you're available, on 11-22, that's November 22nd, I'm hosting Poof at Precinct, doors at 9 p.m., show at 10 p.m. Uh, the main drag queen is Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Uh, until next week, oh, I'm the Tony Soto Show on everything. Until next week, goodbye. <laughs>